0: It's time to hammer.
1: Okay.
0: Oh now I gotta really try hard.
1: Shut it down! Somehow it's the best. The Yum Chunks Podcast.
2: Yum Chunks. Welcome, everyone, to the Yum Chunks Podcast. I may or may not be your host, Matt Chewy. With me today is Sean Davis, Ryan Davis, Vince Rizzo, and Chris Schmidt. Uh, all your favorites back at it once again. <laughs>
3: Sean, why don't you take it away?
4: <laughs> Who may or may not be the other <laughs>
3: host? <laughs> we're all hosts here, uh, but I'll be the host for now. Uh, this is Sean, what's up? Hey everyone, it's been a while, but Young Trunks is here, we're back. You guys have been missing us, I know. We Surprise. Miss
4: you. We never stopped existing Yeah. in your hearts. Here.
1: We only exist in audio form though now.
4: <laughs> not visual form. It's probably, probably uh, best. We, uh, they
1: don't let us use cameras. Too many people died last now. Trust us, if you can see what we looked like now, we might sound close to the same, but our looks are uh, actually horrifying. that's not
3: even Vince talking, that's Ryan talking. <laughs> so we are way uh,
2: just go picture how we looked during horror cast during the good old days. Just take a still frame. <laughs> Actually, we'll just put a still frame of us from podcast. Yeah, on YouTube. the YouTube one,
3: and superimpose Chris there. I mean, that's how we were,
2: not how we are. Anybody listening right now is watching us on YouTube because there's no way anyone will find us on iTunes or any of other, <laughs> other places. So, if you're listening, thanks for not unsubscribing to our channel
4: after two years of nothing. Yeah, appreciate that. So, how are we doing today? We totally didn't just ignore all those Facebook posts being we like, "You haven't talked to your community <laughs> forever."
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Sure. Oh, you know what was nice? I was talking to Sean Ganke the other day, and he was like, "Hey, one of my interns uh, talked about CoreCast and said he liked you guys a lot." I was like, "Hey, that's nice." <laughs> we're
3: still appreciated I guess yeah, we so were still all these inside years inside of the Nick Animation We're a legacy guys.
5: No. <laughs> Kind of legacy, household name. Well, guys, we did it. All right, see you next week. (laughs) so
3: it's been literally over two years. The last thing I think the channel put out was the mouseology that Matt did for the. It was the Star Wars Wars Force Awakens mouseology
2: that ended with. In a few weeks from now, I'll have a part two of this.
5: (laughs) (laughs) What happened to that? Where was I? I was trying to find it and.
2: I actually have gotten a lot of comments on that video still, like, still waiting on part two, so,
3: um... One day. Part yeah, two is really the get last day. <laughs> yeah, last Friday is out now. Actually, it is... There have been three Star Wars films released since our last content on Young <laughs> yeah. Chunks. That's kind of wow. crazy. Yeah. Um, why don't we I'll get back to
2: that. Why don't I get back to that? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll get back to that. Oh, I will. But why don't you tell us a little bit about what it is we're doing
3: and why we're doing this. So, we're doing a podcast. Hopefully you realize that by listening. But we decided that we wanted to be back. We wanted to start doing some more stuff. It's been a while. And um, everyone's grown up now. We're all big boys. We're all big boy <laughs> adults. And we have lives and families and jobs and stuff. So, it's it's just hard to get together for filming or other projects and with podcasts being what they are it just made the most sense and um so here we are we're yeah. going to try this out this experiment it may fail or it may rocket to the moon no, not that
2: far oh okay the video production is difficult even yeah. low quality video production <laughs> is difficult to coordinate and organize and get five plus people mm-hmm. with careers all in the same spot to film on the same day it's not
3: not not easy to do anymore so but with the with just the audio is a lot easier setup and the potential for doing it remotely in different you know places you know allows us to have these sorts of content conversations that we like doing and maybe no one will listen but that's okay because we like doing it still Mm -hmm. so they'll be there if you guys want to listen um so yeah so that's the idea it's going to be pretty open we're going to talk about whatever we want to talk about and what you guys want us to talk about so it's going to be film, it's going to be TV, it's going to be video games, games, music, whatever you feel, entertainment. What we feel like. Entertainment in general. Yeah, that's, that's what we, you know. <sighs> yeah.
2: We spend yeah. all our time talking about entertainment anyway, so just, might as well do it Record it. people listen. Beg people to listen to it.
1: That was always the idea. I just, we thought, <laughs> maybe they'll want to look at us too, but we realized, no, they <laughs> don't want to look at us. We have that's pretty amazing. good mics though, so I think it'll yeah, still pick, up. Out,
3: pick it up. All right. You can, you can, hear, can you guys hear him dancing right now? <laughs>
1: He's actually doing backflips <laughs> at the
3: moment. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> uh and of course anytime there's you know something out there we'll report on any avatar core stuff because that's always relevant oh man there's been so much of that i I know know, there's there's been been so so much Uh, but yeah it's all good and like i said uh if there's anything you guys are interested in want to um have us talk about then we'll be definitely looking for your guys you know suggestions and recommendations yeah
2: it's whatever it's a free-for-all you know you know no rules yeah
3: but in the meantime, what uh, what are people up to? Hey Vince, what's what do you got? You got a, you got some little things
1: with you. I got a lot on my plate. It's not just a plate; it's a buffet of of humans. <laughs> oh oh no! This Vince is, is taking a a turn. turn. I am a kid. you are not supposed to talk about this on the <laughs> wow.
2: So Sean, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's been four years, Dog. man. Things have changed. Dog. I Wait, two years. <laughs> he's been a cannibal while he's not
1: car Oh God! I've been I have, for four years. I have been. When do you I think was pretty obvious. There's video evidence of that. Okay, so I have two kids, a boy and a girl. Sorry, ladies. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm married and I work full time now. Um, I was working while we were doing Courtcast, but now I'm just working like all the time. So I rarely have time to really do anything other than work and take care of the kids. But yeah, that's kind of what I've been up to. And it's not a joke. He really has
5: two kids. <laughs> no, I really don't have two kids. Go
3: back and watch some core Guys episodes, and
1: then imagine that person having two kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's how I cried myself to sleep at night. No, that's not true. I like them.
4: I don't imagine you don't get much sleep at night. Sorry, sorry Paige. We're holding a gun to your. <laughs> uh, what else, Chris?
3: What are you up to?
4: Uh, I also adopted a family (laughs) off the streets. Yeah, Yeah, poor Japanese family.
1: Wait, are you just (laughs) Vince's
4: kids aren't his own?
1: I think that was what he was saying. Man, that's strange, because I literally... Hold my child out of its <laughs> womb, so I would think that oh, that's no. gotta be mine. It could have been on the street. Could I know it could have been these, from, these days. there was a, I did blink before that happened, so there could have been like a little switcheroo they, they, there. Things
4: happen fast, man. People they are do. weird these days. Like how old your kids are now. Things happen fast. They do. But I, I want to get back to your point about adopting a Japanese family. <laughs> I found a, a, a lone Japanese family <laughs> online, and I figured, hey, they seem. Like a family to buy. This is the <laughs> wicked. The thing is that
2: this is not too far outside of the realm of truth. Yeah, it's I'm, no. peppering, I'm peppering
4: truth
3: in. That's yeah. how it, so you discern so, what the truth we have is. cannibalism and owning people. Uh, uh, no, but Chris is living with his girlfriend and her son. Yeah,
4: and then, so, <laughs> I picked that up recently, and that's been keeping me pretty busy. I picked <laughs> yeah, that up. Like, you picked it up, like, a video. It's like a hobby, <laughs> like a, you know? It's just a hobby on the I picked side. picked that up as a bad habit? <laughs> and then I got a position working full-time at Ready at Dawn Studios up in Irvine, California. So... It's a game development studio, and that's been mm-hmm. the rest of my life. Yeah.
3: If you've ever played any Oculus uh, Echo Arena, that's Chris. That Chris is... did all of it himself
5: <laughs>
4: from scratch. Yeah. We'll we'll get back into that later in our main discussion. Oh sure. Oh, will uh, we?
3: Intriguing. Discuss right.
5: about that. Right.
3: Um, Matt,
4: what about you? What
3: What's you, what you doing? How many boys you got? I'm doing a little dance. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> can tell <laughs> that you're dancing on this. I can they tell. Can, they them, can right. now. Uh, 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 Oh, well, yeah, it's
2: been two years since we did anything. (laughs) (laughs) I was working on Mouseology, and then, you know, then I wasn't. Um, No, I'm actually, uh, I'm actually, actually for real teaching now. Um, I was working in in stage tech, like, right around the time we stopped doing Yum stuff. I was working on plays and stuff, and um, now I'm teaching stage tech for high school, so my whole life is working on plays and stuff like that so um, I've been uh, I've been busy with that and uh, I got I, I started that job a few months after I published my last episode of Mythology, the one about Star Wars where I then immediately promised a, a sequel to but uh, but yeah I, I I we were finishing up choacast and I wanted to have another like creative outlet project to work on that I, I've been I've been wanting to do that Disney project for years even before Yum Chunks but now like everything I do is a creative project so it's kind of I just don't I just haven't really had the hours the time in the, in the week to work on it but uh, I want to bring it back eventually I have ideas it might not if it ever comes back it probably won't come back in the same form but I've got ideas on how to revive it but
3: you know we'll see we'll see which way the wind blows you know and you're leaving out, and you. What's happening in July? There's a thing going on. Oh, that's not <laughs> uh, that I may, I may to one. As our main editor, <laughs>
5: so Matt is.
2: Uh, yeah, I, I, in the, since since the last time uh, anyone's seen or heard from me online, I've gotten engaged, and uh, we're get we got our wedding date. It's July seventh uh, this summer. Um, and that's all, so I'm planning a wedding too, so, uh, that's all good and swell and everything, We've got our, are gonna have our honeymoon in Catalina and, gonna, you know, it's, that's what's gonna happen. It's gonna, it's gonna we, <laughs> and just, we just I bought a car. I feel the energy coming <laughs> out of
0: here. <him> and it <laughs> and the winner of uh, the... <laughs> At the next
1: young Chips contest gets invited to the wedding.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> what? Well, if they really like us, you let's see, you've given them your name, your wedding date, and the venue, so they know exactly where to go to I don't need to you murder them. you. Oh, yeah. Where is yeah, well, July 7th virtual wedding?
3: No! <laughs> no! Oh, God. What if people actually... Okay. Um, but, yeah, so... And Ryan.
0: Yeah. I'm still around. I am... I am working. I got a... I think I... Was I? I don't know. Well, I got a job. Good <laughs> job. I don't know if I had this job. Yeah. I reported. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Anyway, I'm. You continuing... probably moved up since then, though. Yes, I, I'm working at a biomedical company, uh, biotech industry uh, in Southern California, where I make devices for diabetics to monitor their diabetes. You're a science. I'm a science man, and I make some science every day. Man's and helping people live. I'm helping people to live. Yes. Right? Hopefully. Um, and that is, that is the only news that you've missed since you've, I've been away from Yum Chunks. Nice. Um, yeah. Good. Yep. Good. Sean, good. what have you been up to? What?
3: Um, been like eating a lot of soup. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you, get a, you get a can of, um,
2: you get a can of mushroom chicken and you put it in a pan in a yeah. with uh, rice and chicken it's cutlets. pretty good. It, you bake it, it turns into real good. You can meal prep that for like a week.
3: Oh, there's so many things to explore with
4: liquid like.
2: You got the, Carl,
4: the Carl Weathers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, still going in just, there. Still going. going. Uh, <laughs> but,
3: uh, other than all of your
4: super-related yeah. exploits. Uh, uh, so
3: well, we I, I, I am still working at Naughty Dog, the video game studio, and we've released two games since we've I've last done any yum chunking: uh, Uncharted 4 and Uncharted: Lost Legacy. So maybe some of you have played that. Um, lot of crazy overtime and work, but it was all fun, all good. Um and then, you know, some traveling here and there. I went to Japan, went to Europe and what else did we do? I don't a trail know. of blood in yep. your wake. I can't I'm not allowed back in those countries. <laughs> uh but yeah, but now we're back and we're here and we're ready to go. So today each episode we're probably gonna find something to talk about that, you know, is relevant for this week. Maybe a movie review, maybe it'll be a game, maybe a TV show, but As appropriate, um, a movie just came out this week that I feel like kind of taps into a lot of the culture and kind of entertainment that we all like to enjoy and do. We do things. And that movie is Ready Player One. And so we're going to talk about Ready Player One on Episode One. Ready Episode One. So let's talk about Ready Player One. Um, Ready Player One, we also out this week, came out on Thursday. Based Um, off the
5: hit
4: book by Clive Owens. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Who knew
4: he can write <laughs> about Pop At or. all. Or even uh now the,
3: Bob Custer, Jerry so. Custer. <laughs> directed by Steven Spielberg, uh, written by Ernest Klein and what was the other screenwriter? Uh, um, Zach Penn. Zach Penn. Who did um, a bunch
4: of he's done a bunch of comic book stuff from what I recall. Okay. Like I think he worked on the script for like Watchmen and stuff Zach like that. Again. Exact I was thinking Calpurn. Yeah, not that. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> that
5: <laughs> seems um, weird enough to be true, though. Actually, it me? does. But... Yeah, that's what. Like,
3: but it's based on the book by Ernest Klein, who uh, came out the book Ready Player One came out in two thousand and eleven, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, also, of the five of us, we four of us have read the book, so we're approaching this from the perspective of someone who ha- people have read the book. How- Vince has not, right? Vince? You no, have I not. have not. But that's the Can only because he's illiterate.
4: For us. Can you confirm for us in a signed statement that you have not watched or read the book? You can't watch the book either. You can't okay. sign it quietly. for the people listening. <laughs> I the <that's> signing sound.
5: <laughs> 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 Perfect. You have it legally. <laughs> there, <you laughs> there you have it. <laughs> you heard it here, <laughs> <from> <laughs> folks. <laughs>
3: um, oh boy, we're gonna be able to say you heard it here first. <laughs> this is <a> great. <laughs> for, this
1: yeah. is a great outlet for that. <laughs> 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 yeah, I didn't read the book. I, I didn't want to. I honestly had no ex- excitement, like really going into the into the movie, just based off the trailers. It just didn't really wow me. But uh, I would say out of the five of us, I probably enjoyed it the most. Ironically enough. Uh, Yeah, well, we'll get to that, get our
3: opinions, but... um, Nobody
4: cares about your opinion right now. Keep your opinions in your pocket.
3: (laughs) (laughs) We're analyzing this film devoid of any subjectivity, all right? (laughs) We're purely analytically analyzing. Uh, No, let's not do that. That's boring. Um, But, yeah, so I guess we'll just kind of go around and give our general thoughts about it. We will avoid spoilers for the first part. Um, But we do want to give a warning that we'll probably be getting into specific spoilers later on in the discussion. We will. Yeah, so um, we'll try to give a warning. We'll give a warning ahead of time when that will be. So until you hear that warning, you'll be safe. But uh, just a heads up that in the length of the discussion, there will be spoilers.
1: Something in our kitchen is about to kill us. <laughs> there is a snake in whatever. <laughs> Ooh, a snake! <laughs> snake Master! They're going to hear us
3: be eaten alive. That's kind of cool. This I mean, assuming the raptor then takes the audio file, edits it, publishes it, uploads it to YouTube. All, We're right. all in Kingdom. Great. So, yeah. So, yeah, let's get to it. Ready Player One, what do people think? Um, Vince, well, let's go with you, Vince. You, you liked it. Yeah, yeah.
1: I liked it. <laughs> well, you heard it here first? Let's <laughs> like it. I I had an enjoyable time with it. Um, I felt it's hard for me to not like a Steven Spielberg movie because I feel like he just he always like makes a movie that just. Like it's it's a good escape. Like if you're just like if you're going into that movie for just like a visual experience, to where you're like, God, I had a terrible day working at Costco with all those stupid members yelling at <laughs> my face. And just theoretically, just, you mean, just the, you're, like just you're, an yeah. example, anybody could that could have been anybody, not me. But <laughs> what I'm saying is that you could go into the, the movie after having your horrible life and be like, man, I do want to live in a video game world. <laughs> Uh-huh. the point of uh-huh. the movie. Yeah. No, no yeah. Was, I didn't think it was the opposite. It was to say you shouldn't live in a video game world as much. You should try to live a real life. But I think, if nothing else, it was relevant to the themes of the movie. It's escapism. Yeah.
3: Yes. It's good escapism, escapism is yes. what mm-hmm. you're saying, yeah. which is what the movie's cool. about,
1: which yeah. is neato. Which is actually. So wait, the movie is saying escapism is bad, but black the movie is- itself is escapism. Mm-hmm. Should I not go see I don't think. Well, we can get into more details. Well, yeah. I don't
3: think it's as black and white as escapism is bad. I don't
4: think it's that's what they're purely trying to say. Right. Okay. Anyways, what uh, Chris, what do you what, what, find your opinions? Without going into too much detail, I would have a hard time saying I disliked the movie. I did enjoy my time watching the movie. Uh, I thought it was a pretty decently made movie overall. It'd be hard for Steven Spielberg to go completely off rails and make something horrible. Um, but I think there was a lot of the important stuff from the book that got dropped. And... I maybe focused a little too much on the nostalgia elements of the book for the movie. Mm-hmm. So overall, I'd say it, it, it was it was a good-ish movie. Good-ish. I like it. <laughs> All right, Matt.
2: Um, I'm really torn. Uh, like, I'm I'm honestly really torn on this because I, I feel like I, for the most part, was generally enjoying the ride as the movie was going on. I did feel like towards the end, I couple times i'm like wow this thing is still going it could have ended half an hour ago but uh i yeah there's a lot of things i liked about it there's a lot of good things that like you were mentioning there's some things they cut from the book which is always going to happen but more important things like like some character development or backstory or fleshing certain things out that i felt like were not good things to cut out but there's also things they rearranged and added which i thought helped in other ways um so it's really a mixed bag for me I, i really you know i didn't love the book. I enjoyed the book, but, uh, so I wasn't like, I'm not going in like, oh, they better do justice to this thing. But, um, I think just overall, I feel like it was a lot. Like, it just sum up the way I feel about it. It's just a lot. I felt exhausted afterwards and now I've had a day to think about it. I'm kind of like, I feel like you sick like you eat too much <laughs> you
1: eat too much candy and you feel like, sick later <laughs> visually yeah. it was a lot right it's, it's i mean a like storytelling it's, it's really straightforward it's not yeah. even
2: just visually a lot i think the pacing was a lot it's just mm-hmm. kind okay. of like okay. I, it just made me feel tired and i still like i have like a, a hangover oh, now after watching it a little bit uh, that's kind of where i'm, I'm at at the moment uh, yeah. sean
3: yeah um well okay so i kind of at after immediately after watching, I think I kind of felt close to kind of not so much tired, but I did feel like it was a kind of a little bit of a mess. But after further reflection, and the more I think about it, the more I think the things that I enjoyed about it really stood out more than things I disliked. The things that mm-hmm. I disliked about it, I, I feel like I don't remember as much and they're diminished. And the things that I'm the thing, the more I thought about it, the more I started to realize things that they. I, that they did really smartly with it, that I don't think are super obvious, mm-hmm. and so I appreciate it for a lot of those things. And I do think that um, this the just the Spielbergianness of it was really apparent. I think he was the one to direct to, to direct this, and it was, and it shows. However, there are, it, it there's a few parts where it comes across, across as clunky, um, and we'll get into those details. But there where it's just distractingly clunky for me at certain and both in character and story in like a couple parts Ooh, plot i guess more specifically yeah. um and those are the things that kind of distract me and i feel kind of hurt a little bit but overall i, I think i enjoyed it okay
5: <clears throat> yeah.
0: all right well i'm definitely looking forward to the discussion because uh i my opinion after the movie hasn't really changed but it's kind of interesting to hear that yours has and that you've warmed up to the film a little bit and because uh, yeah I, I definitely walked out of the film um yeah, maybe not disappointed is the right word, but uh, just definitely not loving it. And yeah, I kind of share Matt your feelings about being almost like not exhausted by it, but just you just you don't walk away from the movie having like it. When you walk away from like a really exciting film, you walk you your like heart rate heart rate increases. And you walk away more full of life. Yeah. you know that's why a lot of reasons why we go to film, right? To right. Yeah, to escape and that kind of thing. But you walk away with kind of like a, almost like an inspiration. Just. Based on the it's art, satisfied. Of, yeah, it's exactly. satisfied. And I, diff- I didn't walk away with that <laughs> feeling at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, it's obviously a movie that's so referential, right? It kind of opens itself to critiques that it's like, oh, it wasn't true to the source material. And I don't really think that that was the distraction for me in this film. I think walking in, I had one requirement, in that it captured the mystery that I thought the, the book had, and, and the movie didn't do that for me. And maybe that was. F- you know wrong of me to uh kind of get that but the whole thing was about the chase and i i never felt that chase so that would be I, yeah um, i, I so probably, yeah um i think i have some other nitpicky things but i i think there are a lot that i did like as well mm-hmm. um overall i would say it, it was it, yeah it would it's like lower on the totem pole for me i guess
3: yeah i mean i i i think walking out of it, it was hard for me not to feel a little bit disappointed but I'm surprised it's a film to me. The more I think about it, the more I appreciate it. It's not, I wasn't going to expect that from this type of film. Um, but before we kind of get into further detail, I think m- let's just like briefly describe what the plot is, not good, the full plot, but just the setup. So basically, it's based on the book, 2011, um, takes place in the near future, semi-dystopian world. Everyone kind of exists and plays in this this virtual reality game called the Oasis, developed by this brainiac kind of... Mark Zuckerberg, Steve Jobs, Bill Gates-ish type of character who develops this fantasy world. And the main character, Wade, um, is a guy in this world who's hunting for this hidden treasure that the, the, the creator of the world has hidden in this game world. And there's a corporate entity that's kind of trying to beat everyone to it so they could control it. That's the basic premise. It's, it's all soaked in pop culture, though. And that was one of the appeals of the original book. Is that it was all referential and it was just about a lot of specifically about 80s late 70s early 90s but mainly 80s nostalgia and pop culture um and and that's kind of like the flavor of what the the feel the the visuals the what your references and um there that gives kind of i think that's what a lot of people initially latched on to the book why why the book was so loved um And it's interesting how in the last couple years, there's been a little bit of a pushback against that. And I think a lot has happened in the last couple years, just culturally, where we're at, and part of that is a result of that. So it's interesting in a book that years ago has not changed, obviously, but just the culture around it has changed, and you could see how much the Mm -hmm. opinions towards the same piece of work has changed. Um, And I think the film, actually, one of the reasons that, that I think I appreciate the film is because I thought they did a really pretty good job overall of being able to skirt all of that. To me, I thought the film did a really good job of not succumbing to all the things that the book can be in depending on your opinion or whatever, but can be criticized for, for those <laughs> cultural things. I thought the movie did like amazing job of not doing that, right? For some of them. For yeah. some of them. So not all some of them. It's, it's not it's not yeah. like uh, perfect okay. or anything, but for all the those issues i thought they did a surprisingly good job of like no it's not about
1: gatekeeping it did feel like the movie also came out at a time when like nostalgia is just a, a huge thing i mean like it a lot of the references and stuff like it made me think of like shows i'm really into and right like stranger things i mean like that's all about 80s nostalgia and i mean yeah almost to a fault almost to I a fault fe- i also i kind of feel like that Concept
2: in itself is also receiving pushback, and that no, I agree. just kind of the retro throwback flavor that everything's having. You know, not just like Stranger Things, but like it. Yeah, you know, the, uh-huh. it seems like that movie had a there was an attempt at trying to emulate the Stranger Things success and do the that era and style. And it, it, I feel like yeah, there's the pushback is kind of there for. Well,
1: it's a you fine know, line people. you have to draw. You have to you have to learn what made those movies so great and try to add your own flair to it. So it's it's a balance of, of like paying homage, and ripping off, and you have to somehow find that middle ground, and I feel like some movies do it better than others. This one I feel like is destined though to divide people in terms of did it did it over reference all these things, or did it was it just ripping off all these other titles?
0: Yeah, I see what you mean. I think yeah, there's a kind of like you said a line between paying an homage or just kind of being exploitive. Of, of what that is, and I think that's maybe one thing that the book might be criticized for is that it's not being done in the style of these exactly. It's more just kind of yeah. referencing them and kind of trying right. to get street cred or trying to, or not really street cred, just the, that's what the authors you're thing banking works. on the
3: on the audiences just like the that. Whatever trigger. the chemical reaction when they see yeah. whatever the thing they recognize, they associate right. those feelings with that with this exactly. thing that's right. referencing it. Right? Yeah,
0: and, and I think the movie does that to a certain extent, but I feel like they did it in a very different way that was both better and worse. Because it it felt like the the references, it felt like they were very tacked on, but in a way that made them not so integral to everything. It would just be like, hey, I'm talking sentence, sentence, 80s reference, talking sentence, sentence, 80s Mm -hmm. reference. And so it was so just like, it was like a preposition. Like I can finish this sentence without adding a preposition to the end, but they chose to add that preposition, which included an 80s reference, and some which felt very, very tacked on a lot
3: of times, but I think maybe... Maybe overall less distracting than it was for the book. So, I I mean, that's one of the main things. I actually, the more I thought about it, the more I really thought they did a good job with. What I really liked about it, because I agree, for the first part of the film, and I think that was intentional, where the early part of the film, they're showing that those references are almost intentionally groan-worthy, right? (laughs) There's a conversation, right? Agreed. Agreed. And it was, but it was noticeably... Less and less, as the film went on, and I think that was part of the intent, right that it was less about we're referencing these things that you know, and it became and none of them were integral to the plot. none of it did you ever need to know specifically about a thing to know about the plot whereas it the book? I think the book was much more all of the challenges they went through in the book were specifically about a piece of from the eighties right right and, and he just, had it was about the knowledge of that art but right? it, but so it was not it was about. The character, the 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 character of um, uh, whatever his name is Halliday. Uh, Halliday, it was about his character, not about the mm-hmm. art, it, not about this '80s reference right. itself, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. right? And I think yeah. that was a really smart decision, and, and, and I, I, think, I like it for that.
2: I think I, in the book, there's a little bit too much like substituting character and personality for references, yes. because like even going to the, the Halliday character, but even the main character in the book the first chapter, the first few pages of the book is just him rattling off all the things that he knows. Like, I spent my childhood playing Pac-Man and I watched all the John Hughes movies and I've seen every Spielberg movie and I've done, and it's like, this is the time you should be establishing what his character is, <laughs> yeah. what his personality is, but we're just establishing all the things that he knows and, so that later and on... And people
3: are post- getting
4: fooled into thinking that's character building. Like, but is, I like those yeah. things! Well, He's a cool character! I guess to be yeah. the counter to that, and not try not to go too deep since we're still not in spoiler territory, but I actually think that's where the movie failed, in a sense. And I think those those key pieces, whether you liked it or not, were integral, and they, they added... A lot to Halliday's character. Not like every reference, you know, just like him rattling off. But because they did that so often, I felt like his character was way more defined in a sense. Because I could tell, I mean, I've talked to people who are passionate about their, their decades and stuff like that. That they're from, the things that they like. And it's like, I know this person. And that's something that I feel like the movie, because it toned back on all that stuff really lacked. So, I mean, my feelings on that, it goes deep into the characters of the movie, and all this other stuff, and, like Ryan said, the chase. Like, yeah, I think that's... I think we'll get into that you later. You
2: know that person, but would you cast that person as the protagonist in an action-adventure? That doesn't make for an interesting main
3: character. Well, we'll get into even... that once we get into sports. Well, 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 I'll defend I, my point
4: there. I guess... <laughs> well, well, I guess to kind
0: of touch on Chris's thing, so this might be a split, um, but I, I honestly felt like and maybe I was fooled by the nostalgia, but I definitely did not connect with the Wade from the movie. I did from the book. The, the character from the movie—I didn't know who he was. Exactly. I had a more connect. Like, uh, I think. I, I don't
5: know. disagree. He
4: was—he was—he was, he disagree, was, he was, he was yeah. too much of a John Doe in the movie. I Have to go too I far. Kind of think fly. he is not both. But, A little but, bit. And, I would disagree I, with that. I, I, I kind of think that's part of where the pushback comes but, from. But and, in and the book, not... he's kind of like an egotistical jerk, right? And that's something that, in today's modern culture of online and everything like that, True. we know those people, right? Yep. Yeah. I mean, I'm basically that person in real life. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I'm glad you said it. <laughs> I, right, I get opinions on things and things I like and things I don't like, and I like hold I. those opinions. Yeah. And, so, I mean, I, I do think that the the
3: to, to me, the bigger faults of the film were less about those world building issues. And the the flavor and the content, and it was more about the the characters. The most of the issues I had with the film were about the character, and I agree that was one of the biggest issues I had was just Wade as a character, did not, and I'm not necessarily th- I don't think he was necessarily better in the book, but I will say that as a character of the film, he was pretty bland. Bland. Yeah. I, right?
2: I think part of it maybe why you connect more in the book is you spend more time with him and you yeah. spend more time with his internal monologue. Yeah. You know, but I also just feel like Either way, it's it's self insert fiction. Like that's it's a lot it's yeah, a lot no, of people are making comparisons this to like Twilight. I, I think that's like a pretty apt point. comparison yeah. because I think it's it's meant to say, Hey, I'm I'm a nerd in my teens to late twenties and mm-hmm. I like video games and I like pop culture and I yeah. wish I could meet a pretty girl online and I wish I could, this thing and I wish I could literally yeah. save the internet
5: like <laughs> yeah no i agree you know, like I, mean, I think
3: all those things were i i've definitely he was the everyman intentionally it wasn't yeah. like oh he wasn't you know but i do yeah. think there's a way to do that where a character come across as the everyman but still interesting and you understand him is more empathetic and has depth to him and it isn't come across as bland like all stories like luke skywalker is i wouldn't say luke skywalker's bland but you could still call him a representative of kind of the every person right yeah. uh, i mean i guess you could argue that but in any case but as someone who hasn't read the book though vince I mean, we're all comparing it kind of to the character in the book to an extent. What did you feel was just like the film on its own? The character mean. He
1: didn't really have a character. Now, let's put this in context for the Vince that watched the movie. (laughs) Let's do it. It's 10.30pm at night after a long day of (laughs) work. Okay? 20 minutes of previews we're looking at almost 11 p.m. that I'm going to do a two and a half hour movie. Sitting down in a nice reclined couch with some 3D glasses over my actual glasses. So what you're telling us is you fell asleep and you didn't watch No, I watched the whole movie. No, I watched the whole movie. But honestly, he is in the the real world for what? Maybe a minute before yeah. he gets yeah. to, to o- the Oasis. And then after that, you're just like, well, I guess I kind of just want to see what the Oasis is like yeah. from now on. I don't really care about his character. And he doesn't. You don't really learn anything about his character. They're like, oh, I had some bad things happen to my I don't mm-hmm. have parents. One thing that I wanted to point out, that I think this is a very
3: subtle thing, but it's very important. The book is about nostalgia, right? Yeah. It, it, I mean, about. You could say the theme or the message might sure, be less right. about. But it, the book is all about nostalgia. It's all about, specifically, 80s nostalgia. Mm-hmm. The movie, I think it's really important, is not about that. The movie is about pop culture.
5: Yeah. yeah. And I think
3: people going into this film going, it, you know, it's going to be about 80s pop culture and 80s nostalgia. And obviously they play up those parts a little bit, but the film is never... They never really specifically reference this is about 80s stuff. It's mm-hmm. all about Halliday's character and what was important to him. And so some of those things are obviously... But the film itself and I think that's a really smart move because again it's less because it being less about nostalgia like you were talking about earlier how nostalgia is very relevant now and it's there's almost this backlash against like these nostalgic things and Uh even going to The Last Jedi right? You can go forever about nostalgia and how it relates to The Last Jedi but I think it's a really subtle thing but really important that this film was not about nostalgia.
1: I agree and I think the fact that it was about pop culture, it's a dangerous it's a dangerous game to play because pop culture is such a broad concept. It's kind of in the same way that I have over the past few years lost interest more and more in Comic-Con because it's become a pop culture convention and less of a comic convention and it, it's too it's too broad. It's too there's too many things that that, that it doesn't stay focused. <laughs> Why are you guys looking at me like I'm crazy? (laughs) So they don't know
5: me.
1: (laughs) I think this... No, I'm going to somehow make this work. I'm not disagreeing
3: with you, but it's funny. I didn't know
2: know
1: there was such a a comic book aficionado. (laughs) I like comic books.
5: No, keep going. Keep going.
1: It loses its focus. I can't tell what it's trying to actually reference or if it's trying to reference everything that's ever existed that's entertainment. And because of that, it's like... Well, you're going to have to sacrifice character development for visual flair. I guess, which...
2: I, I guess like on a surface level, you look at the appeal of the book and I guess the movie and it's like, what if we got all of these different IPs mm-hmm. and just smashed them all into the same thing? Wouldn't that be crazy? What, what wouldn't it be nuts if we had the, the, uh, Star Trek and Harry Potter and Star Wars and Jurassic Park and, and just one story had all of this stuff in it? Like, And I feel like on a surface level that's kind of where it's at, right? Like, that's yeah. like the... Then
1: go see the Lego movie. Yeah, I was going to say, they, yeah. it reminds me of Lego well, yeah, 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 But see, that movie
4: didn't take itself seriously and that's what made it great. You guys... Yeah. Okay, so, once again, just to counter a little bit of what you guys are saying, though, you keep referring to the point of the book as being 80s nostalgia. I don't know if that's the I, point of the book. But that's what you guys have been... i think it's, it's about. Like. That's different than that's the
3: point of the book. Because I think the I don't, point of the book is similar to the point of the
4: book. Because I, I do think the book isn't about... 80s nostalgia. I can't... It, it has 80s nostalgia in it, for sure, and that's a focal point, but I don't think it's about that in any regard, really. Well, I mean, I don't... Know,
3: it bouts an ambiguous term, but I'm saying that eighty The knowledge of 80s nostalgia is integral to the plot
4: and character and development of that book. I mean, I don't have any grand 80s nostalgia, but the book, I was able to understand. Well, I, 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 so, Yeah.
3: <laughs> they're not mutually exclusive. I'm just saying that, like, more so than the film, the film you references maybe some things like that, but it's not integral to the development of a character. Wade's character arc is dependent on his knowing 80s trivia and 80s nostalgia. That's not true in the movie.
4: How come so but that's where I mean try not to get into spoilers. Okay, well okay let's let's a lot of time going. Yeah yeah, let's just go we're gonna get into spoilers at
3: this point. So um at this point continue at your own risk if you haven't seen the film or read the book. Um because we're gonna get into the specifics here. Um We'll try to put a timestamp. I don't know how we do timestamp on podcasts. Oh, uh, YouTube, you can do it and We'll figure it out later. If don't
5: you want to pick up it. later Anyways, after this if you're listening to this yeah. you we you don't figured want to be spoiled, yeah. stop listening.
4: <laughs> Skip to Or look end. for a timestamp
2: yeah. that may or may not be there. <laughs> yeah.
4: Anyways, let's talk about the characters. Really because I think that's really what it's going to right here, where we were going. Yeah. The characters. So, you, you have Wade Wilson. He has... All of <laughs> not his name, right? Deadpool.
1: That's Deadpool. Yeah.
4: Okay. Good. Wade Watts. Watts. Yeah. Wade Watts. Wade Wilson, <laughs> who was clearly his name was based upon, but <laughs> Anyways, you, you have <laughs> Nobody else
1: in the universe of cinema is named Wade. So yeah,
4: yeah. there's I'm only a, two Wades ever. That's like a good point. That Chris has a point.
2: Be. I'm gonna find out a list of fictional
4: Wades. Keep talking. Regardless. So he has all this depth knowledge of Halliday and in the book that is his benefit like Mm -hmm. to his benefit right like he sits there he has a journal and he has all the he does all the research he's he pirates all the movies and all the references so he he's studying he is a student of Halliday that is something that's very clear Mm -hmm. and it's something that you can connect to his character and you're like he has this advantage. This is part of his character and what gives him an advantage and what makes him interesting over anybody else, any other gunter in the movie or mm-hmm. in the book, right? In the movie, he has what seems like a, like they kind of reference some knowledge to Halliday, but he doesn't actually seem like that strong of a student of anything of what Halliday does other than like his life, which is actually slightly creepy in the way that it's portrayed in the movie with the museum and everything like that. But like, there's there it doesn't seem like there's any reason he should have been more special than any other gunter at, at that point right like there he yeah. didn't put, it didn't seem like he really put in any more work than anybody else I,
3: I I kind of agree in that he didn't seem like special but I think that part of the was the intent of that character he I do think he knew more about Halliday's... They referenced, like, how he's done research and he's gone to museums and stuff. But I think it's less about him, again, it's less about knowing trivia. It's less about, I know trivia, therefore I deserve to win everything. And it's about him relating on a character level, on a human level. And I think that's what I mean when I say I appreciate that more, I think, on reflection. To be as... I think those things became more apparent the more I thought.
4: And before we get too far into a different category, I do want to bring this also back to what Ryan was bringing up earlier with the chase. Where it's just like, in the movie... Man, they did not have to work at all for what they achieved. It was given to them. And and it's so weird that it would literally take them five years to to think to go backwards on that race. Like, that's not that hard of a... Whereas, like, in the book, like, because of the deep cuts of the 80s that it required, and it really made you have to stop and think about things, like... You could see why it would take time, including this like the five month gap in the middle of the movie where things like kind of stall Or yeah, the yeah, book. I think. That... Whereas like the movie's like resolved in like two days after yeah. they figure out the first, first clue. Rule. It's just like da da. Everything's yeah, super I mean, easy. part of it I
3: feel like is uh, the side effect of the medium that it's being told yeah, in. Yeah, like, but I, was but was I understand it. what you're saying too. I
1: think what we needed was more of like a Nick Cage National Treasure kind of thing going on, where he would have. where was he more would... like. Uh, Treasure hunt, like
3: actually, it felt less treasure hunty. Yes. In the movie, I feel. Yeah, no, well, actually, but, that, I maybe one which to is that film. No, but I love that movie so much.
1: Where also where he had, talks to himself, but he's like, "But this lantern is here, and I have this thing." And then Ben Benjamin Franklin did this thing on Tuesday of 1976, and he had pants. Pants are on the sheet. That's pretty much the movie of National Treasure. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm not kidding. So back <laughs> to <Rediclare, why? laughs> uh, no <laughs> Ready Player One. There was no
4: national treasure references in Ready Player One. Also, yeah. why did it stop in
1: 1999 with the references with Iron Giant? That was the farthest. it And that's what I mean. Where it's not about
3: there there was, there was Halo stuff. There, Halo, there was like yeah. there a lot of stuff. I mean, the most recent
4: thing being Overwatch, right? That's like literally. I think that was probably most recent. Or Minecraft is Minecraft is over there too, but
0: right. Well, anyway, yeah, so to your point, Vince, I, I would agree, like, maybe the film I referenced, reference, I was thinking of, like, Da Vinci Code? Or, like, it, I admit, still not no, a great I, reference. The good When nerd, I read the book, oh, help that's help help I, the book, I remember, like,
3: it's like the Da Vinci Code if it was for nerds. Yeah, that's where exactly. I the book it, was. For me, I, what I love about that is that
0: there's a sense of urgency about finding these keys, about this quest that you're going on, and um, it kind of you have you do relive some of your game-year experiences, for anyone that's played a game, Uh in that you're trying to solve something, right? You're, there's a mystery and you're trying to solve it, and there's this chase that gives way, and the book really re- captured that, and that's what I loved so much. That it felt like every time you get a new clue, you're trying to figure it out with our characters, right? In this movie, like they're just going, and you're never, you don't have a chance to ever figure anything out with them, and you know you get these movie kind of glosses over a little bit, but they get these clues every time they find a key, right? Mm-hmm. And the clues are supposed to give some little hint and puzzle, but I felt like they're so, they move so fast or they they don't really take the time to focus on them and think about or take us into how the characters are thinking. And that also goes back to why I don't feel like I was as connected to the characters. Because I
4: don't get to be with them as they solve this. On that thought to all the non, to everybody except for Vince at this table, do you remember the way that I thought about this? Because exactly along that line, that moment in the book after the second clue where he goes off Trying to find the second door, right? And then he can't. He thinks he finds it, but he actually ends up somewhere else. And then he gets beaten to the door. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. that's the first low, really, for our main character. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And then from that point. When the IOIs almost immediately find the third key, and that knocks them way down on the list, and it's like that moment of low, that moment of desperation, like where yeah. it's like, oh my god, this is a race. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I like that was never once in the. Film. I
3: agree that there was they didn't fall down, as well, but I think that they. I agree that in terms of the race of the uh, of finding the goal and getting to the to solving the clues, there wasn't as much of a low point in the film. But I will say, I think that they heightened the. human low points right and i'm not saying that they did this as well or and this is what i mean when i earlier said it's clunky and going back to kind of what you were saying too about how they did clever clues i think spielberg or whoever but i think rightfully chose this the way it was done maybe but not been great but instead of it being oh they fell down the ladder on the wrong it was like oh Someone just died in the real world, or now they're she's held against her will in the real world. Like those were stakes, I think they put in the movie as opposed to the book. And well, I think, did I think yeah. they change those uh, stakes because yeah. Does, yeah, doesn't Wade end up like?
4: Isn't he yeah. the one that's? In but the he doesn't. He goes but there. He on goes purpose. willingly. He willingly like, like, while we're yeah. talking about that, you said people dying. How crazy was it that they didn't kill Daito?
3: Yeah, they didn't kill... Which, i it's funny, because I don't remember him even dying in the book. Like, oh, it's like, been wait, so long. I don't, him, but, I don't remember that happening I don't want to go to...
4: like Okay, so uh, another topic I want to talk about was, like, the sense of grandeur. But we'll get back into yeah. that later. It was just the fact that, like, in the book, like, number one, Daito and Show are in Japan. They're recluse. Yeah, and yeah. there's, like, this real moment when they're in the middle of a battle, and IOI breaks into Daito's room while he's yeah. all alone in the VR headset. He's completely defensive. Defenseless because he's also like recluse and stuff like that, it doesn't work out every day. And they just throw him out the window and kill him. Yeah,
3: right? I, I didn't remember until someone told me, about it. and then I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah, that does happen. I completely forgot about that. Like that so moment of children. like
4: loss, like that was yeah. like yeah. beyond the ant, right? Which isn't like that real of a loss. Like the loss of, I will
3: like, say, that was another thing in the movie that was very funky. Yeah. He's like, Oh, my family's dead, back to the oasis.
4: But, like, that this feeling of, like, the, one of the high-five guys, right? Yeah. And it's just, like, that meant a lot to show, and that put, like, even more stakes against the, yeah. the remainder of the high-five, so that was completely missing from the movie, too. Yeah. I agree. True.
1: Yeah. The main point I was trying to make <laughs> is that that the corporation was, like, a physical threat, but they didn't mentally challenge him it just felt yeah. like Wade was like in terms of the way that he was thinking even though he was just like yeah I'm just some average run of the mill kid he was like the chosen one he somehow knew this No, nobody yeah. nobody challenged him in terms of like mentally thinking outside the box which when everybody in the entire world can play this game I just find really yeah like... I
3: agree that and I would say even in the book there's not really a good that's also but the that goes back true. to what I
4: said right is like in the book it's very clear that he has an edge yeah I know. I, i'm
3: just saying I'm just saying it's it's not that they it wasn't a flaw or it's not something that is, shouldn't be you know noted but i I don't think that was something that was even in the book as well, so it wasn't like they they removed that aspect of it um kind of going on some of the more clunkier things though so one of the things like as much as I feel like this film was better because of Spielberg than it would have been in someone else's hands directorial there were a few things that felt like I won't say lazy or sloppy, because those are too strong a But, for example, the opening, like, before the title, right? It's just this long monologue, narrative. And even basic, like, just someone who's just a little savvy of film usually knows, if you're relying on narrative, that's not a good sign, right? Sure, Show on tell. You, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so he's doing that through the first part of the film, and then title card, ready, player one. It's like, okay, okay, that was the prologue. am I'm, I'm willing to... But then it goes on, like there was, there was mm-hmm. so much exposition, and so and such, just delivered so just like haphazardly, just like look, we're not even going to try to like in get you into this world naturally, or right. you know, it just happens. Well, well, is
4: what it is to defend the holiday video that is like a important part of the book. So I mean, that part of the exposition had to happen.
3: Well, some of it, Yeah, I'm not saying like <laughs> I mean, but I'm just saying like for some something that I feel like a, a, a movie that's so visual. They rely, especially early on, on, on just blatant explanations of what the thing is. And yeah. I think
0: that, yeah, I completely agree. And that's one of my biggest, like, more, I guess, technical style yeah. flaws uh, of the film. I, I, like, it, it felt like, let's do some world building here. Let yes. me experience, let me just dive into the Oasis is supposed to be completely immersive. Yeah. Let me experience that as if I was someone in the Oasis. So, because if anyone who's played VR... It's surprisingly immersive, yeah. right? And let the audience try to get that through rather than just, you know, something that is ancient, just narrative. Someone talking and telling you what it is, right? Like, Right. Let, I, let's I let's I advance feel, this.
2: I feel just like... And I just feel like the world building overall for the Oasis and the real world was just really weak. I agree. And I agree. I agree. Like, like, I, I, like I, there were a lot of things like, you know, I was asking you this, and I'm like, but... Could, you know, I was asking Vince afterwards, like, did you get everything that was going on. Not like it's, like, it's a super complicated plot, but it's just, like, there's mostly the things that are, like, what's at stake here, right? Like, Artemis talks about, like, her family and, like, how her, like, her, was her mom gets, like, sold into slavery, basically, and, like, that's another thing, like, the opening yeah, get crawl, that. where it's just, like, it's so rattled off so yeah. fast. This is what happened to my mom. She did this, and then she was in debt, and then that happened, and that's what happens in this world. And, 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 like, I just or like how or how like the Oasis they don't like they don't show people going to school in the Oasis and doing like they the book stresses they do everything in the Oasis yeah. anything that can be done digitally they do it digitally it's not just a game a game is an element of it that's right. the it's like the game is like the um, the perks for living in a digital world right but it's it's that still a, the world that they live in and I don't feel like the movie conveyed. No, really. I'm, what the real world or the I'm glad you brought that up. That is exactly I,
4: what my my sense of grandeur comment was about. That's ex- I'm glad you brought that up. That's exactly what it is. Like in the book, they stress the fact that inside. This is where people work. This is where people's lives, daily lives are. So People do stock trading yeah. and they, yeah, and like, literally whatever. You, again, they're they, not they, but they can't I don't think
3: the film, I don't think the film should be criticized for not having that. I just think the film didn't do a good job of building what the rules of it were, right? right. Yeah. So it
4: doesn't, the film didn't need to have them all exist. Well, even so right. beyond that, okay, so another element of the real world in the book is the fact, and they throw they'd have like a throwaway line, but they don't show it like, There's a point in the book where they're flat out out when he's moving uh, from his old town to Columbus. And he's like, this is like Mad Max level crap here. Like, Mm. it it is a post-apocalyptic world almost. Like, it is just like, things are so low. One thing I was
3: thinking that I felt like was a weird, not weird, but because the film was not so much about nostalgia and just about pop culture in general, I felt like there was no need to set it in 2045. They could have set it in 2025. There was no need to set it in this, yeah. like, so far-flung future. In a lot of ways, I think it would have been in better film or maybe just be more ambiguous in general. No need to put a specific date yeah. to it, right? Yeah. And if it's closer to us, we, like, we can imagine a world that's not, like, other than the physicality of the, the trailer homes in the stacks, why was that world any different than, like, I can imagine that in 10 years, right? Yeah. It's not that mm-hmm. crazy. Like, just Quite. set it in the 2020s, and it doesn't need to be this, like, because with that amount of distance, you're putting like this weird sense of like, why is this world like this? And it, and it creates more questions that you don't need there. None of those things yeah. are relevant if you they just don't pretend
1: have. it's like, our, just imagine our world just slightly different. Like, like horror, horror, right? Yeah. Also, I think the movie itself would have been significantly more exciting had it taken place directly after when Halliday dies and the competition starts. Like yeah. because actually, like because yeah. the competition yeah. had already died out and nobody really even cared so it's like okay why should I care yeah and nobody well, the, actually, the rat race wasn't there
2: that actually is a really good point because of what we were talking about earlier about how like it feels like everything's just off to the races literally because <laughs> yeah. they changed the first task to yeah. be a race yeah. instead yeah. of whatever it was in the book I can't remember the Joust but thing. The, yeah but
3: because it starts off at such a crazy pace it would make more sense if to do that was, yeah. yeah and again I feel like they were latching on to these things from the book that I think probably would have been better off be, as many changes that they did make from the book. They could have, yeah. They could and, have, I think those things were like, there was no need to send 25. There was no need to have the weight because in the book, book it's relevant that there was a time gap because he was younger. it so like... Just have them have just died and Wade's already in there. Like Yeah. That makes, sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Like those kind of things that's what I mean when I say things came across as like clunky. And it's just like, that's yeah. a weird thing. Mm-hmm. Lots Why, of it weird feels things. like there's yeah. there's an easier, more
2: elegant way to do that. Talking about on um, the fact that it was clunky and a little bit of the pacing, I feel like this I mean, it's already such a long movie, It's like two hours twenty, but yeah. I feel like the original cut was a lot longer. Because I could I, I just yeah. feel there like there gap. were parts that there were weird the scene goes to this next scene where it feels like there would have been something in between yeah. um
3: definitely felt like things were cut out yeah that's what like and it wasn't nothing that was plot dependent obviously but right. i will say i it did feel like maybe some character moments could have been mm-hmm. um there were maybe stuff they removed another thing that i one of the things wasn't my least or it was not one of my favorite parts was i did not buy that relationship uh, in the uh, movie, yeah. no, no. I'm I guess so about you know, with Artemis and uh, Wait. Yeah, right. I mean, that goes.
4: I, I, I prefer
2: it in the movie. Use. I, I the prefer. I prefer it as a yes.
4: relationship,
3: but I still don't buy it as authentic. Well, one of the
2: major criticisms of the book is that she's a literal trophy. No, like, oh, I agree. And, yeah. and I also I hate it's such build up in the book, and I hate this. Is like the thing I hate most about the book It's like she's like, no, I'm you won't you don't want to know what you don't want to see mm. me in the real world because you'll be disappointed, and she just has like a scar on her mm. eye but yeah. she's conventionally attractive in any other way yeah. every other way and and that's like built up the entire novel and but like that's so like what if you know
4: what
2: what if she was a, a, an overweight guy in a basement you know Wade yeah. would be like oh, uh, but oh i don't no.
5: so, I mean, <laughs> like, you know like, i like it
4: in the book because it, it also because of how the book emphasizes its theme i think a lot better throughout the whole thing about you know yeah, go outside. Other than... I feel like the the theme of the movie is literally just spoon-fed to you and only exists at the very end, right? Where it's like, reality is real. I think right? there like, are things throughout that where, are more subtle. But... Where the book is just like, you know, it, it it does a good job of showing you, like, this is a potential pitfall of falling into, like, this recluse mm. nature that humanity could go in, you know? And I feel like Artemis' character really hammered that home in the book because... Yeah, like thinking so big of such a minor thing would happen if you if your culture was all built around staying inside in a virtual world mm-hmm. is the only way yeah. people know. I, ever I, I ever. think it's lazy yeah. because I think
2: the author, because it's self insert fantasy, still needs the girl to be pretty at the end. So it's like well we gotta have something that well, would make I mean, her insecure enough to not want to reveal herself but like I'll counter it's that with not
4: a movie. So- I mean, they made her pretty in the movie. Even worse, they made Wade freaking pretty. In the book, yeah. he's like yeah. a fat, overweight... Wade I would say in the movie, from... though, that
3: they didn't make a point of showing how she was so... Because in the movie, she wasn't didn't want to show herself because she thought she was ugly. She just didn't want to expose herself because she realized the danger of exposing yeah. her Which is why I'm, I'm glad that that whole thing was Yeah, stressed. I agree with and, that. In that like way, it's the... better. I just didn't buy the human the human connections. Like... When he says, I love you, it just felt like, what? And then, and, and and I think she reacts appropriately, like, what are you talking about? You can't just say that, that's, you're, you're, you don't know what you're talking about. And I thought Great, like, that was That's after like,
4: she's like, basically molesting it, Yeah, right. and I, which I thought <laughs> was like yeah. weird, but I think, <laughs> well, she's yeah.
3: trying to be, she's trying to, she has a goal, and she's actually doing that purpose. Which, that's why, like, okay, all that stuff I'm okay with, but then as soon as they enter the real world, they're about ready to kiss, and they literally just met each other yeah. like five minutes ago. And that's where, to me, it came across as inauthentic. And not only that, there's oh, it, like, there's a scene where she's, like, touching his hand. She's like, I really think you're the only one who could do this way. It's like, really? Like, that? are you really going with that line? Like, it just felt, like, so on the nose. Like, almost to the point where like, are they changing our character? Is she going to be working for IOI? Like, because it felt, like, so fake to me. It's just, like, that Agreed. just comes across as a very fake character moment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah,
0: I don't Yeah, know. yeah. No, I, I agree with that. Just, I, I think that kind of goes back to how I felt, like, I did feel disconnected from those characters. Maybe partly because I didn't get enough of them in the real world before we were introduced to their avatars in the Oasis, and I realize that they're trying to kind of make this indistinction between the characters, right? Like this is the future, you are your avatar kind of thing. But mm. I don't think it ever that ever hit home quite for me. Mm. Uh, so I, I just I feel like I never knew the characters. But so I, I, sorry, I want to kind of jump back a little bit to the whole our characters' flaws, right? So in the book, it's like we part of what we. Fi- defined as good characters that they have to have flaws right uh what's what's the lie they believe that they need to overcome to become the hero right and i think wade right he he has a lack of confidence right he's overweight uh he's a recluse right in he, the books in the books yes and i think that make that did help me establish his character for me and, and he he works hard to try to like lose weight and stuff, mm-hmm. right there's a whole thing yeah though. that's a whole montage a whole thing. Yeah. And, and i feel like that really did and maybe
3: that's weak maybe that's not that strong but it was something well, I, I, I do think, again, this is, a, a, a I think, something that's a subtle change. On surface level, you're not going to notice it. Because he does have a flaw in the film, but it's not lack of confidence. It's, uh, he doesn't rely on anyone else. He's selfish. He, you're not, maybe selfish isn't the right word, but he's too centered, right? He doesn't go with the clan. He's all about himself. He goes away from the stacks to always stack and go. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of small things that it's, like, always about just him, just him, and his... You know his arc is like yeah. oh he relies on oh it's now i'm part of the team i'm right. not going to sign my contract like right that that's his flaw and he overcomes it so i do think that there he does have a flaw now whether you that's a good choice or you relate to it as much it's arguable I, but i don't think it was like oh he's a flawless character now per se
0: yeah yeah i mean i i would agree with that i i just
4: it, i mean but could you say I, that that's a flaw in the terms of the movie because literally everyone he partners up with is the exact same thing and they, well, all re- could, they all resolve it at the exact same time, and I think it's. So a, like, I mean,
3: I, you could argue the kind of how well they did it. I'm not saying it was in a brilliant, you know, um, way they did it, but I do think that it was apparent that was his arc in the film. Because in
4: the book, he has that exact same problem. It's just I think he overcomes it before a lot of other people, where he actually wants to start partnering with people, but they are still kind of standoffish about it, right? Maybe. So, like, I felt like it was. Yeah. I mean, okay, so I, I guess I'll put my opinions out there as it is. I by no means think the book is like some masterpiece of the world. It's good. It's a it's a passable book. <laughs> yeah. It's a good book. It's enjoyable for a reader too, but yeah. the movie is lesser than that. I
3: think. Um, well, this is what I'll say. Like you were saying early on, what I was hoping for from the from the adaptation was the book. I did really like it when I first read it, but I think after, I, like we were talking about earlier, as years go on for the reflection, I recognize that it's. Pretty heavily flawed book, but I do think that it's still fun, right? Yeah, you can never. And I think the film. So I was just looking for the film to capture that, not specific to this or specific to that, but just can you capture kind of the fun of what that the oasis in this world mm-hmm. is. And I think by and large they did that with a lot of flaws. But for me, that's what I mean when I was like, overall, I think I enjoyed it. I, I'm happy with it
4: because it's captured a lot of those. Fun feeling But what Okay so But what I wanted So the book Is almost a pure adventure book Right mm. What That's what I wanted Because I feel like That thing That if, That feeling Is missing in cinema nowadays I feel like you just Don't get those real Adventurous Type yeah. of movie. You know like the Goonies And stuff like that it. Yeah. it doesn't have to, This leans so much more Into like an action Like why is everybody a kung fu master in this vr age like in real life like i don't
3: understand so this is an interesting thing and well like what did you so one of the things that on individual basis were hardly worth mentioning but it was one of those things like death from a thousand cuts where like a lot of things kept piling up in terms of going back to world building but like inconsistencies in the world like things were they didn't establish the rules early enough on so later way into the movie you're like wait what why is that happening how does that work for example there's multiple times throughout where like you, he's he has the visor on or anyone, and they he pulls the visor up right when he's trying to interact with the real world. But there's a couple times where he still has the visor on, or maybe Artemis does, and there's still they're referencing something they can see in the real world. Yeah, I understand. Can that. you can see through the visor? Whips, what whips, kind of immersion is that if you can see through yeah. the whips, visor? As,
4: as somebody who works in VR and does a lot of things in VR, the ability to to change your view would be. Just catastrophic. That would be, That would like just ruin everything. Like,
3: and so I was like, wait, what the heck? If there's some way to do that, they have to establish what that is. Really, and then another you, thing you too, press a
2: button on your thing, and it yeah, goes. Yeah, but they never establish. Just all of a sudden, they they're able to like that. see
3: something in the real world while they're stellar in the in the oasis. Another thing too is like there, and a lot of the opening kind of credit roll and title sequence is. You're seeing all the people doing the motion. And so this idea is that you're still doing the motion in the treadmill, right? You're still physically doing motions that mimic what is happening in the Oasis. But How's... then sometimes you don't. Like, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's just mm-hmm. like
4: there's no consistency. Well, I think I think it's kind of covered in the book that there is a, a huge variety in how you could control the yeah, game. Yeah, but doesn't, that's never covered in the movie. So, yeah, yeah, I, yeah I
1: would have appreciated a scene where it was like, like a fat person in the real world was like... I'm, well, this is a lot of technically, I'm physically moving in the real world. Like, I'm tired. I can't move anymore. Yeah. Like, I need to take a break. And if they had a rule, like, I'm just going to set it to auto run. Oh, we yeah. so
3: get it now. There are ways you can do it. Or, like, obviously, everyone's not a kung fu master. So, no one's really. But <laughs> there's a couple scenes, and this is what I mean where again, where it's like, it feels kind of surprising coming from Spielberg. So, there's a scene, in the dance scene, where they go to the. the, yeah. the mm-hmm. So, early on, it sh- they make a point of cutting back to Wade of shots of him in the real world with the visor on, and he's doing specific actions. And then they go to the dance scene. And the, he turns on the uh, dance protocol and line or whatever. fever protocol, and he's doing all these moves. And then they cut back to him, and he's just sitting in a chair. It's right. like, wait, you were just acting out things, yeah, and, and, that's and a, now you're
2: not acting. Like that goes back to the world building because in the book they explain that's a thing he purchased. Yeah, look, buy this thing, hit the button, and then you'll be awesome on the dance floor, even if you aren't. But it's not enough of the world building to really. So they're established.
4: Like, kind of rules. Oh, each man, no, I do like the movie as much. Well, <laughs> each one of
3: each one of those things to me was not
5: like they're the significant, but there was a so the much. The, the worst part
4: them. was at the end when they were driving down the streets and people were physically running yes. out in the street. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was that's so funny. Like,
5: I get that everyone's
3: always in the oasis all the time. Like they they established that really well, but you don't just you're not. Walking down the sidewalk and <laughs> people is, would be sitting on benches at least, or like you know they're not just like like. I there's guess still some common sense. I never, like, it I it?
1: never thought I'd, I'd reference this movie as a positive example of like. Oh okay, God, where are we going? I'm going <laughs> to reference James Cameron's Avatar. <laughs> so I think that it, it made <laughs> it, it did a good <laughs> job. Well, first off, it had a lot of the voiceover narration with Sam Worthington mm-hmm. talking about Pandora's it's world this you got a rough and tough tumble, but. Like that's exactly what the but Sam Worthington like it establishes his character at least a little bit before it becomes his avatar, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it also shows him trying to like whoa look at this stuff I got a tail what's going on yeah. this is crazy like it he has to learn how to live in this world. And we are learning it with him. Whereas Wade is already full he's like, I'm freaking awesome and I can do whatever I yeah. want. So and, and
3: in the book, when they're describing, it, you could just like dump all the description and you get us out. But in the film, you have to be a little more clever with it. And yeah. I just felt like there were they had opportunities for that cleverness that I, I I was disappointed weren't there. Because I felt like, oh, I was expecting some cool way to establish how the visor works and how this works in a very simple, you know, five just you know, background shot or kind of like nonchalant kind of thing. And to me those things never really like
4: I like I like what he said because like I think it was when I was watching the movie this stood out to me because of the way it was handled in the book obviously but just it would also have been a lot better. So in the book, before he ever even goes into the Oasis really, they they describe like his living conditions and like him chilling on freaking yeah. washer dryer and stuff like that so by the time he gets into the Oasis you're like oh this is a huge step up in his lifestyle so I can see why he loves it so much right like yeah and but they they instead they mix that up and he's almost immediately in Oasis in the movie instead and then we later see like it's like it's it's just one of those things where I feel like it could have benefited from knowing just that little bit more about Wade and his life yeah. before his
1: escapism
4: kicked in. Yeah, right. or like yeah, having,
1: having a character in the movie... Who is new to the world? Yeah, didn't have to be way. Like you needed way. some somebody, avatar for the audience. Somebody new to their team was like, "Well, I'm kind of just getting this," and like they, you see yeah. them develop along the way.
2: You know, and that actually would have gone back. That would have jived with your earlier idea of having this whole contest kick off right after Halliday died, because maybe the character just he's poor. He just now was yeah. able to obtain. Oh, man, a contest? Yeah, uh, Let me like, go pull a VR rig out of the garbage and fix it, and now I'm in, finally in the thing. Uh, also, then... uh, oh, we man.
1: need to talk about this. The main villain, corporate guy. He needed to have a, a significantly better motivation. Like, if... Okay, the one scene that I was really hoping, when it, when he has the one-on-one with Wade, and you you figure out that he's through his earpiece... Yeah, he's that was all the real,
3: I, I thought that was one of the funniest scenes. It like, was a good weird, was scene, pretty good.
1: but I really would have wished that his he actually, like enjoyed all the pop culture references and all the things just like Wade, but he went about it the wrong way. Like, he was the anti-Wade. In well, the way they- I mean, I think to me,
3: it was a very intentional meta thing. Like, it's funny because the film is, in a way, itself. But it's yeah. playing on, I think they're making a specific change or good, you know, tweak to the book in that it's these, these corporations and stuff that are referencing what the book is about. Oh, I know this trivia, I know this trivia, I know this trivia, which was the book... But that's not what the movie's about, and the people who are trying to pretend that I know what this is, I know what this is. They're not. They don't understand the spirit of what kind of the fun is supposed to be. It, yeah. They're gatekeeping, and that's yeah. not what it's supposed to be about, right? It well, the, why have him be the main villain? Well, he's, yeah, he's, I mean, he's never gonna win.
1: It's a main villain who is. I do
3: think they didn't do good there's the one scene where they kind of show like, oh, we're gonna, we could, we could legally get away with eighty percent of the screen time for ad revenue before the right, seizure. You know, for, that was one snippet. There wasn't enough, though. For the, the,
2: net neutrality talk conversation being such a big yeah. thing right now, and that being so inherently tied into like the villain's motivation... Yeah.
3: How is that not a bigger thing? Yeah, he's
2: taking advantage of it. Other than he's just—he's the big
3: bad guy, and they want to control the Oasis. But you never get a what sense
2: of the stakes. The, what, yeah, yeah, what does the the control control that mean? mean? Yeah. Again, yeah. the world building. Yeah, I agree. yeah. it's
1: hacked. It's hacked up. It's I mean, it's just like, like, you got to know why they got—they got to do other—they got do some bad stuff, so you know why they're bad. Other than blow up ants, we don't care about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's not that bad.
4: Yeah. Really? Okay. Okay. So we. I just want to take a break for a moment. It's we, okay. I, so based yeah, upon based, up. <laughs> well, just based upon our our initial I gotta take a few, that I gotta our, our our initial. Well, actually, let's, let's take a break. Let's let kind of wrap
3: it up. What what are kind of our, some of our final? Well, I was gonna say
4: yeah. we we've done a lot of things saying what we didn't like. I don't think we've ever talked about things that we really liked. like. Well, no, sure. So nothing. well, let's say like, what was your favorite scene, Chewy? What was your favorite scene?
1: Well, I'm not prepared for this question. Come back to me. Back. Oh wait, can I say one more thing before okay. we get to that? Um, you I feel like this. this movie should have been the best 3D viewing experience of all time. Like with yeah, the what it was no really lame. I barely I, remember. I mean, 3D. I'm
2: kind of, that's kind of that conversation is kind of another conversation. But yeah. I feel like 3D's just over it. Yeah, mm. but I feel like pa- if anything, part of it is me being better paying twenty one dollars for the ticket. But yeah. Yeah. I, I'm kind. Of, I feel like 3D's. I have seen films that
3: I think were better for 3D, and I was hoping, and this wouldn't. It didn't hurt, I guess, but yeah, it was
1: nothing. No. It, it to... should have been so much been. more. Like, the yeah. the amount that you should be able to do in a 3D, like, it should have felt like yeah. we I, stepped into the Oasis, and it... I took yeah. my glasses off for half a I agree. Movie. It didn't get there. Like, in the same way that like you step into gravity, and it's like, oh, I'm in space. Cool. Yeah. Like, it... Yeah, it definitely it, was that not that. Which is... should have been in VR. Yes. Now like a when you come back form. from the moon, and you're like, oh yeah, Earth has gravity. But I mean, like, I gotta think that, like... If, any, if there was anything that Spielberg wanted to do, he had to have wanted you to feel like the audience was in the Oasis.
4: So I would say, mm-hmm. there because of that... a lot of moving shots, like active shots and stuff. More than I'm used to seeing Spielberg do. I mean, I
3: thought yeah. the camera work and stuff, with all that was up, but I agree. I think just like... the, I, I do say... I, I will say that I, feel, I wish that some things were a little slower. Like, I wish... He, not slower, but took their time a little bit more. Like... I think one of the reasons why I was kind of excited for it coming in is because the trailers—they—they they, for me, anyways, the last couple trailers before the film came out got me excited because obviously trailers they are designed to do that, but they allow you to kind of like um, just relish in the spectacle of a lot of those shots and you know the soundtrack playing and stuff. In the film, it never felt like we're able to just like enjoy what the Oasis was. Yeah. Right? It was always like boom, 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 boom. This is happening. This is happening. This is happening. And it's just like, give me some time to really feel why these people are always in here other than just like ah you know right like that was kind of what i was missing a little bit too okay all
4: right so let's go back to what i was saying okay. let's let's just say something positive about okay. it you know so let's 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 say our favorite scene so i mean just to start you off i'd say i really enjoyed the shining scene i thought that mm-hmm. was really well done i thought the recreation and the yeah, shining scene, through? I think was a highlight for sure like yeah like I thought that was really well done. And it was unexpected. And that wasn't that wasn't unexpected. Unexpected. it. Wasn't Again, in the
3: it was was, an 80s pop culture reference? It was its shining was like 70s or something, you know what I mean? Like yeah. And yeah, so I thought that was really well executed and it kind of granted And they, that did, they did a... that was a really brilliant way of showing how like like playing on nostalgia in a beneficial in a way that adds to it, right? Because just like all things Part of the nostalgia is that you want to try to recreate the feeling that you had when you experienced it for the first time. But you know that's impossible. You never can, right? But you, when you tell friends, like, oh, you got to watch this, you got to watch this, because you want to experience vicariously through them. And that's what we were doing through H, right? Yeah. So I thought that was a really smart way of showing that, like, we're kind of experienced We know what's happening. That's exactly what playing on nostalgia, like, at its best is what that that
1: scene embodied for me. So I enjoyed that scene a lot, too. All
3: right, okay. right?
4: And so what was your favorite scene?
1: Um... I liked the race because it, it was what I was hoping the whole movie would kind of feel like. I wanted the movie to feel like a race and to feel like like I was on the edge of my seat. Like I don't know who's gonna who's gonna get this thing first. Like I wanted the movie to be a race from beginning to end. I I wanted it to feel like man that was a that was that was a crazy adrenaline fueled thrill ride. Like, but a race is is easy to like understand because there's a there's a there's a Starting line and there's a finish line. Mm-hmm. It didn't. It felt like the movie lost its finish line. Yeah, also, okay. its track. It felt like it didn't have a, a track that, no, it could it, follow. that it wasn't a race.
3: There's just cars.
4: Except, going on except
1: like the a... literal race that happened in the yeah, first in the, the first event. I was going to
4: say it wasn't going backwards all time. <laughs> you have to watch the movie in reverse to really things. Okay. <laughs> maybe. maybe. All right, Ryan. What about you? let say you. Good, Ryan uh, sir. I'm
0: trying to think of. Uh, I mean, I really did like the shining scene. Um, probably because that's one of my favorite movies of all time. But I guess I, I just for the finally getting to see like a Gundam fight, I guess. Uh, I yeah, the, oh yeah, the Gundam. Oh, yeah. yeah. We like never was really seen cool that. Cool In general, cool, I thought that cool battle fight. scene was really
3: well
4: done. It really makes yeah, me want so... a Gundam movie. Yeah,
0: yeah <laughs> it, right, exactly. And I was like, we haven't really gotten that ever, yeah. so it was cool to see what it might be like. Yeah. If we did.
3: In general, so. I thought the whole battle was really done. Um I think my I like the shining and all that stuff. I think one of my favorite was Uh, the final scene in Halliday's Old House, that scene was kind of in the book, but I thought it was really smart for them to move that to the kind of the climactic character moment at the end, right? Um, I thought it was a really good way to really hone in on what the film was about. It was less about just um, the nostalgia. It was more about the character. And I think that was what I was hoping for they were going to be able to kind of pepper throughout the rest of the film, and it kind of came up lacking for me, but that Mm -hmm. film, I think, kind of Really embodied some of the best parts of what they were trying to
4: do. Okay. Anyway. Chewy, we gave you plenty of time to think.
2: about uh, your I really like that uh, Halliday was played like uh, Steve Brule. <laughs> <Yes, laughs> yeah, was, what really was good. That? Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was really good,
3: but it was very much Steve. Like it was.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, seriously, I I don't know if I can pinpoint a scene in particular like, but I like Halliday's portrayal. I also really liked H as a character. I thought. Uh, I, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. I like, I liked H in the book, and I really I liked the
1: portrayal. The yeah. Yeah. It's cool. You want to do final thoughts now? Yeah, final thoughts. Should we recommend it or not? Yeah, I mean... How many chunks would we give it? One out of five chunks. I I will say for the most part, (laughs) I do
3: think that us knowing who we are, we're probably... Not just because we're more critical of just like film and kind of, you know, entertainment in general, but I think because of us reading the books, or the book... And also just being more critical towards what the subject of the film is about, the pop culture and video games and stuff. I think a general audience who is less savvy than us, and that comes across as kind of setting me though I don't mean it to, probably will enjoy it more. So I would recommend it. Does that make sense? Uh,
0: Yeah, I guess. So kind of, I guess, piggybacking off that, maybe we'll see where this goes. Um, I think this kind of this movie kind of marks maybe a turn in how we engage in pop culture like it feels like for the past decade or so like the we have now been permitted to enjoy things as like complete in, in fully immersed geekdom like we can like you know we can sit down and totally geek out on something right at least that's how it's kind of felt like i've been enabled to be to engage in things whereas before that it felt like you had to always have a sense of irony yeah in your approach of any, like, film or whatever, and I feel like not necessarily because of this film or the book, but I, it's maybe the reflections of that, uh, but is now marking a turn back to irony and we can't, like, so I think that is evidenced by the backlash that we spoke mm. about earlier to the book and its overindulgent the style. Right? Yeah. Right? Because I think the book was written in a time where that was safe and that was great and that's why we all enjoyed it and Sean, you, you mentioned that you kind of looking back at the book now, you felt like yeah, it was good and fun, but it wasn't quite the the greatness that we perceived it to be upon initial reading. Yeah, I, and, I, right. Really so, fair. and I think I'm I'm subjective. Yeah, I think, I think, think we fair. all. Are, so. I think
3: most than the society, you know, a lot of cultures in
5: general. But
1: yeah,
3: uh, yeah. Vince, thoughts. Vance, Anyone else? The myth,
5: the uh,
1: don't expect a lot of good characters. Turn your brain off. Find a good, comfortable, hopefully reclining seat in the theater. If you wear 3D glasses. Don't wear normal glasses over them, and you will walk out of it <laughs> having seen it, a movie. Having seen a movie, <laughs> and for that reason, I give it three and a half chunks. Okay, out of
3: five. I, I, who knows how many? How many? <laughs> uh, okay. Chris, thoughts?
4: Okay, so I mean, we could talk about this movie for a lot longer than we have. Uh, sure. I. But do we have like, to? I don't feel like we us not do that. Having worked in VR why And is <laughs> that so funny? I you because know, it makes it the, sound like you are in VR, like, and that's where you work.
5: As like, someone who either. has
3: found Halliday's Easter, I need egg. I, do. Do. I need you to shut every opinion. No, this I is What, <laughs> <for prior>. Listen, <laughs> look, look, I what
5: do you think about having a child? As
0: a person that's look, worked in look, VR, sure.
1: until you have a child,
4: until you have a child, that's all I have to say. Chris, continue. All right, so. I came into this looking and hoping, and maybe I, I can't say whether it does or doesn't, I was hoping that this would kind of open people's eyes to the potential of VR. Uh, having worked in the company that put out Lone Echo, Echo Arena, and Echo Lobby, the Echo Lobby being like an interactive place where you just interact with people as you please in a VR space, I was hoping that this movie would, do, would sell VR well. And that's something I'm not sure it does. Yeah. Um, I mean, you have a
3: very specific take on it. <laughs> so, I'm not saying it's not
1: valid. I am
4: just... But
1: on you know, so, No, who else is... So you said that you can't say whether it does or does
4: not. Then who can?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you are a man who works with VR, after all.
5: Well, you have to be a Well, it's just one of
4: those things where I can't decide whether it does or doesn't. Because it's yet to be seen. Right? Would, like, well, well, the movie, then, yeah. <laughs> would I recommend the movie? Would I recommend the movie... Would I recommend the movie <laughs> <laughs> would I yeah I mean I agree with Vince I, I'd probably give it like three and a half it's an enjoyable popcorn flick for one viewing and yeah. you get you get a, you get all the the yeah look at freaking ninja turtles yeah, yeah. look at battle gundam all that fun stuff yeah. it's fun for one viewing to just be like oh that's a cool reference that's a cool reference so oh, um,
2: I I give it a very soft recommendation I give it a very Tempted hmm. recommendation. I, I would say, I could see this being a movie that a lot of people would just enjoy for the candy aspect of it. Just the, you know, the surface level. I could also see this annoying a lot of people. And I'm kind of, I kind of got one foot in each side. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's a lot. I don't feel the, I, I think overall I enjoyed the
1: experience, but I don't feel the need to ever watch it again. It's, yeah, I, it's I kind of put that in that, yeah. that category. I so. don't think the movie will be remembered. Uh, like and definitely for this year with Avengers Infinity War coming out in a month, I could see this movie not being remembered by a lot of people. Yeah, I feel like that's the thing. You kind of said you watch it once, whatever. I, yeah. That's
5: kind of where
2: I feel like. Like, yeah. all right, yeah. cool. That was a good night out of the movies, but I'm not. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> agree. There, there agree. you
3: go. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think we all can agree in that that it was not the what we were like. It wasn't the. The pinnacle tent pole kind of thing that maybe they want well they for the studio and Spielberg probably obviously want it to be, but I think some of us were hoping it would be as well. Let's all just
4: so, acknowledge that reality is real. Yeah. And that Big Brother should prevent us from playing I'm video games on real. yeah, it's Tuesdays. Tuesdays. It's and been Thursdays. proven by simulation. Science yeah. Science. we need Big Brother to tell us we can't play video games on it's, Tuesdays yeah. and Thursdays. Otherwise, yeah. we'll grow out of control. <laughs> I love that little thing. That it is. Kind it's kind like, fun, like, 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 like uh, we can so we're okay
3: as long well, just the we're fine, but just Tuesday and Thursdays. The rest of it, yeah, spend as much time as you want in the Oasis. <laughs> Make up for the Tuesdays yeah. and Thursdays on the other days by like binging the on the Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. It's Ready Player One. Yeah. Yeah, go see it. I guess for the most, I felt like it, it. The little needle on the spectrum was more towards go see
4: it. You'll probably have fun. Man, I just wish it was a, a good old fashioned adventure movie. Yeah, that's really what I wanted out of that. You know, I like go, National Treasure. I wanted yeah, to go. Yeah. I wanted Look, to we go. Could just on a go adventure. see.
2: We could just go watch National Treasure
4: let's go watch now. it next on week's on episode <laughs> well, <but> like, okay, <laughs> let's think about like the old Indiana Jones <laughs> movies those yeah. are way more adventure than they are action yeah, that's what yeah. I wanted
3: well okay yeah I suppose, I, I, <laughs> right. that yeah you're right it, it was not quite as much of that that doesn't necessarily mean it. you know that's not a purely objective criticism right is, I think
2: we're past that stopping point <laughs> yeah. on this conversation just like the movie was 20 minutes before it ended yeah um, good uh, All okay, right, so anyways, okay. yeah, ready, yeah, that
3: was ready player one. Um, before we go, though, we just want to kind of recap that this part of the show we're going to be normally hearing from you guys. Ideally, you'll be emailing us and let us know what you think and uh, what you want us to talk about, and maybe we'll answer some questions. If you have questions for us, um, discussion topics, uh, we're going to be taking this time out of every episode to bring that up. So if you do have any questions or ideas, please contact us. You can email us at yumchunks at gmail.com. You could go to our Facebook page, um, leave a comment on Facebook, message us on Facebook, Messenger, all that's good. You can go to our YouTube channel where this will be posted as well as a, we'll have it posted up as a video, and you can leave a comment in the in the video below. Um what else do we got? I don't know. Send us a normal letter. <laughs> or call in. Call in. <laughs> call in right now. Okay, listen yeah. now. Call, uh, yeah, no, but uh we're uh, we're still kind
2: of just... This project is kind of in development at the moment. We'll, we're It can... i out my DP 10 here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're all well, to yeah. ideas for a different format. We're not locked into anything. So if you guys have ideas, things you don't want us to talk about, or just just
4: ideas for how to make this any a cool project. Any feedback on the format. Exactly, like if, yeah. If you, don't, you think there's a better way we can discuss things in a more efficient way? Like, any mm-hmm. feedback. Would Tell be us good. what we're bad uh, at. Yeah. Tell us what you hate about our voices. <laughs> yeah. um, we'll try to do accents if
3: you want.
2: Yeah, you can't tell us what you don't like about how we look anymore. <laughs> 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 anymore.
3: <laughs> I remember all the and hate. All that. <laughs> you guys are just, oh, God. There's <laughs> something about your faces. <laughs> so like when I was on the they
2: always called me Peter Griffin. They always said you were an old woman. <laughs> oh, did they? A couple times they said yeah, that they Brian looks like an old woman. But well, that's our show,
4: Governor. <laughs> that's
3: our show. That's the very first uh, first, uh, annual annual first, 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 first annual con. First annual. one, you see here now. We'll hopefully be doing these very regularly. Um, if not weekly, then bi-weekly. We'll find what works. Um, and depending on how often you guys listen, what you guys want to have us talk about, we'll we'll see when we can do it. Tell yeah. your friends. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Thanks for want- like us on the things to like and and subscribe. Please subscribe. Carter said bye bye. Bye bye. All
5: right,
4: we're
3: going oh, My son is <laughs> You're not gonna believe you zombie. have children if <laughs> you don't see
5: it. Bye bye. By the studio, i <laughs> <laughs> need the kitchen. Hey, also, we're I, no I, longer I'm in right.
0: Cadmus.